AM 1060 KDUS Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix. This program is paid for by Good Vibes Media. Coming to you from a wrong turn off Route 66. Somewhere in the Sonoran Desert, it's James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks. Good evening, Phoenix and friends. How are you doing, ladies and gentlemen? James Out West on this Monday. Foggy Monday in the Valley. It was. December 5th, 2022. We are in, it's at Christmas time, brothers. I mean, we're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. It's December before you know it. It'll be New Year's Day, which means college football will have had happened yeah. and all of that good stuff. How was you guys this James weekend? is in a good mood. Oh, we'll talk about that. We had a, a couple wins for, for in your state. I'm happy because we went purdy. Yeah, but I'm not talking about that right now. How was your weekend? Oh, like your actual weekend? Uh, it was great. Off okay. of that. I mean, you're gimping around with a bad uh, knee. Okay, we don't need to talk Torn about Torn MCL, yeah. ACL, PCL, DCL, ABC, <laughs> one, two, three, everything. Sore subject. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little sore subject. How was yours, Pat? I was good, man. I was enjoying this weather. You yeah, know, it's been awesome. Oh, yeah. Speaking of great. Christmas, I saw a Christmas movie, uh, Violent Night. Oh, yeah. How so, was yeah. it, by the way? Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. It, it was, is, I, I mean,. I, yeah, I don't want to be a critic. I don't know. Uh, I don't like to criticize. I only like to criticize athletes and coaches. Um, so. <laughs> nice, Aaron. Not, how was your weekend, good. dude? It was good. It was busy, but it's always good. Rather be busy than not busy. Absolutely. And you guys got the victory, so very nice. I think everybody in this room's team and Aaron, everybody won this week. Yeah, we all won. So hey, that might be the first time there, that's yeah. ever happened that all in the last four of our years, teams have yeah. won on the same weekend. And yeah. I mean, ESPN stats will look that up for us later. All right. Uh, real quick before we get into, obviously, what we talk a lot about NFL, let's talk about the relevancy of college football playoffs. We had the championship games over the weekend, Pac-12, what, Big Ten, all that good stuff. The four teams are finalized. Uh, Georgia, obviously, with the victory they had, their number one seed. Number two, Michigan, they did what they needed to do against Purdue, obviously. Uh, three and four became interesting because USC, <laughs> USC, USC loses. Big, yeah. Big time. Love that. And then TCU loses in overtime. That's and two but to a three loss team. So it's not like you know what I mean? To a three right. loss team and ended up not moving in the playoff picture. They right, end up saying three. Ohio State jumps to four over USC and they keep Bama out of the playoffs. The, the argument Hallelujah, is though praise that, Jesus. But they lost in a conference championship. Game. Right. This right. Is the exactly. first time that we haven't seen Alabama or Clemson in the playoffs. This is going to be interesting, and now we're going to we're going to expand it what we in found two years. Two, yeah, in two years. So yep. we're going to we're obviously going to see a lot more teams. I think this is very very interesting. If you look at how the NFL is structured, you have to win in this, you, and then it, it doesn't matter what your record is, but if you win in that division, you get to move on. I like the twelve team because it. it it, it makes it more respectable. It's not just a committee just... Right, and it's not just the big four, big five are always going to be able to get in, and they want to have like they did last year with who was their... Oh, Cincinnati, and a couple of years ago, Coastal Carolina was kind of the darlings of, you know, trying to get one of the younger or the smaller teams in, and then they just get yeah. destroyed by well, the bigger, you know... The the new right. deals with the NIL, like, like that changed the game, right? Absolutely. And like we saw Dion now, he's at Colorado State? No, just Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Buffalo. Uh, Man, thundering herd. What? But what? Um, but what he did at is it Jackson State? Yeah, is that JSU. What it was? Man, he turned that com- like entire program around and got like their whole facility redone. Well, and what he did too is he was able to point out that the HBCU 
players are legit athletes that have that should have an opportunity yes. at combines getting more looks at than it. not because he's seen it firsthand that no these kids can play these young men can play football and mm-hmm. some of them can play at the next level they're just not getting the look so Dion yeah. did put eyes on it which is nice okay um, yeah, yeah so but, let's ask the real question do you think you can have any chance against Georgia no <laughs> okay <laughs> no I'm gonna be realistic if we play the way we played against Michigan absolutely not and I say we Ohio State Buckeyes shout out OSU Ohio State Buckeyes got out physical by Michigan two years in a row. Yep. Two years in a row in the biggest game, period. But the biggest for, for game, the period. the first two years in a while. Like, yes, you guys have been handling but still, it doesn't matter. Yep. It's one of those things, kind of like ASU and U of A, their tutorial cup. If you don't beat them, it didn't matter. Like, well, the, season's, yeah. the season's shot. Even if your season was bad like ASU's was, if you come out of there with a victory, you're like, at least we got them. Yeah. And they didn't even get that this year. So, I would have liked to have seen Ohio State be at three and play Michigan in the playoffs because you'd have had the rematch. That would have been nice. And then, you know, basically anybody who's going to play Georgia in the first round is going to get drummed, whether it was Ohio State or TCU, in my opinion. So then you could have had a nice matchup for the championship. Now it's like you're either going to get Georgia and Michigan, which would be nice, I guess. But, like, I think there's that outside chance that people are going, well, you could get a Michigan-Ohio State national championship game if both teams pulled their weight. I don't think it's going to happen. Georgia looks unstoppable. Their defense looks unstoppable. Offensively, they look unstoppable. Their quarterback, along with Ohio State's quarterback, and TCU's quarterback are all in the uh, Heisman finalist. The yeah. only outlier there is uh, USC's quarterback Caleb Williams. Which he's a stud. I mean, what he was putting up yards and touchdowns all over the place the last few weeks. So, I, I honestly think it's going to be a TCU Georgia. I think you think TCU is going to beat Michigan. Yeah. See, I don't think so. I, and think I don't want to. I'm not rooting if, for Michigan in any I'm sense just, of the word. This is not going off of stats. This is just going off of my eyes and watching tape of like all their highlights and like the different ways of how explosive TCU is. They got some. I will tell you, man. They got some kids that are good. Yeah, and and Michigan's got what. A bunch of a bunch of bombs. I'm not taking ju- anything away from Michigan. And maybe I mean, you've just turned me away from Michigan because you talk. You well, just hate on the. They big were thir- blue they were 13 result. and 0, and they drummed us. Yeah, no, yeah. I in mean, Columbus, and again, us, saying, Ohio State. And I mean, Harbaugh, in Columbus, you know, like I mean, obviously, there's ties with that. Like, I I really liked Michigan a few years ago, but then they just so, so doing Harbaugh it. and his khakis have no chance. That's what you're telling me. I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Georgia's just I mean, an I, absolute buzzsaw. I mean. Obviously, being an Ohio TCU, State fan and knowing it, how yeah. good that program is and how many wins they've had in the last five years and how they can put up 55 and all that, and I say they have no chance. But you think they take out TCU? Who? Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. I hope not. Like, from a personal standpoint, I hope not. And I'm not one of those guys that – or sorry, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. You guys should make it I'm bet. not one of those people that are – I root for my conference. I'm not like a – I root for Big Ten in the sense I root for Iowa because of my mother-in-law, Jane. I root for Minnesota because of the family that lives there. But like, And I say root, that's loose. I don't hate them. But I don't root for our divi- our divi- our conference in the – well, we got to root for Michigan because – right. no, I want to see every one of them lose. I right. don't care because as long as you go undefeated, right. you're in the game. You're in the, the playoffs. Right. So that's why I always looked yeah. at it. I could care if the Absolutely. Big Ten is good or bad. The Big Ten could stink for all I care right, right. as long as Ohio State goes 13-0 because yeah, it doesn't for, matter then. Well, it's the same thing like the NFC West for, for me. Like it's like I, I have to support the Seattle Seahawks, but I'm a Niners fan, but I don't want to see – the Rams, or like, I don't well, you only support Seahawks because your wife. Hey, so right. Correct. That's Circling okay. back to that Dion stuff, though, I, I am actually happy for the for the Pac-12. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that, that's me too. Big. And I mean, this is probably going to be a very short stop. Two years. Yeah. Three. Maybe. You think so? Three. If he can turn around, you got it. I don't know. It takes time to build a program, right? It, yeah, so. but he did it there pretty quick. Granted, I know the level of play 
but still, it's not like he just decided to be a coach in college and like did well. No, he coached high school football for several years. He's coached little kids. He had well, Prime yeah. Academy in Texas. That's he's put like saying, over yeah. 50 kids into D1 colleges. And when I say he's put in, because he helps pay for all of their stuff to make sure that they could go to school, to make sure they had their cleats, to make sure he had a whole league, essentially, of high school players that played in Texas that ended up right. moving on to other schools. Like, I like... I like the opportunity for him. I like the opportunity for what it shows for players turning into coach that, look, you don't have to do the sleeping on a couch 15 hours a day, going to get coffee, going to get and cut players and picking people up and doing, you know, road checks and all that. You can go into being a coach based on your experience of playing and being around the game. That's almost like, you know, a kid comes right out of college with four years of a degree and he gets a job right away, but this guy that's got 10 years of experience – can't get that same job. The guy with 10 years of experience knows more. He's got the on-the-job training. Not right. saying that the kid with the degree isn't going to turn out to be well, a good coach or employee. I, I hope, again, I don't root for other Pac-12 teams usually, but I hope he stays more than two years uh, at Colorado, builds something. and Because, again, the Pac-12 we need with USC leaving, with UCLA leaving, like we need some other you know good teams out there. I kind of thought that he would have ended up here, to be honest. I mean, I know ASU moved the trigger. That would have been the, awesome. They yeah. pulled the trigger quick, and they wanted to make sure they got somebody that was tied to the ASU program. Well, he, he You could have went with Dion and had somebody that, that was not tied to the ASU yeah. program. But that would have brought more smart. hype. He of knows course. what he's doing. He hype. met with all the players. He, he met. He hype, sat yeah. down. like He took a week. Like We heard about this, and it still took two or three days after it was right. announced. Obviously, he wanted to finish out his game. He wasn't going to you know, do that to his players. And he probably wanted to make sure that he was the first one to tell them. But he took time to sit down with the players at Colorado. Like, this is not... This is very, very plain. Right. He this wasn't this wasn't like a lot of the other coaches because he saw how they all did it and, and failed. Now, I will say this. With the way the transfer portal is different than, you know, 10 years ago. Right. Or, you know, five years ago when these coaches would leave and these players are high and dry. Now he's got... How much you want to bet some of those elite guys that are at JSU that he, that he likes... Are going to his enter the transfer is, his portal. Son is the quarterback. Yeah, and they're going to end up at Colorado. <laughs> Did you see his entry, uh, his speech to Colorado? Like what, the, all the players, it's very moving. In the room, it's awesome. It was amazing. The the breaking down, obviously, what the respect, like the, being humble, it, the small basic things that you treat people with. That's what he brings because you you have to. He's focus genuine. On that. He genuinely but loves. But then you also have to work you know, hard. I, I used to have a friend that asked me like yeah. Like, which coach would you want to play for in college basketball? That was the co- like the question oh, back coach in the K. day, right? Like, okay, but like in college football, like Dion's a coach you would want to play for. A hundred percent, absolutely, a hundred percent. That is absolutely somebody you'd want to play for. Which makes well, you imagine him walking into your living room saying, "Hey, I want to take your son to the next level." Right. I, uh, okay, Neon. Please. Well, and you're in <laughs> and, and the genuine sincerity that he speaks with. Yes. And and his faith. So a lot of players that come from that background, think about where the kids that he's going to be able to pull players from to come to Colorado. Because now Dion is a brand, right? Yeah. Dion yeah. is a brand. Primetime's a brand. So he's surrounded. Again, my every- uncle calling me when we're live on the radio. He's a brand. So he's going to bring the hype. It's like, yeah, now players are going to want to go play for him. Like you right, just right. said, players are going to want to go play for him. Yeah. Oh, I could go play in Florida State or I could stay home or I could go to Colorado, get away from here, go check out something new and different. And dude, especially dude, if wait until these kids go and do. Wait until these kids go and do. If like you're a corner, uh, college, dude, Colorado is going to just shut down receivers. If you're like, a corner or a receiver, yeah, you right. want to go there because you you see how he like all the time. He still like dude. locks up and will. Man, yes, I would absolutely. I still remember the day of like 
him coming to the Niners, like, obviously, I know he was on Dallas for a little bit, whatever. But, God, he was unbelievable. He was a game changer. He was like a Bo Jackson to me. Like, he was just he's so one different. Of the, one of the greatest yeah. athletes of he's, all time. He's, yeah. he, you know, we use this Double term sport. loosely, and we'll get into another side, but he's a one of one. You know, LeBron's a one of one. Michael's a one of one. Like, they're a one of one. He's a one of one. Yep, absolutely. So. And he's now he's teaching, so take it. That's awesome. Again, shout out Dion. Love the move. Looking forward to uh, seeing the future, what the future holds for him. All right, on this side of the break, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into the NFL MVP race, playoff picture, injury situations, the whole thing. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix. home of the Dan Patrick Show. Rich Eisen, James Out West, and uh, I believe we still have the NAU Lady Lumberjacks. Go Lady Jackies. HD Radio is here for KDUS AM 1060. Check out your favorite shows and games on 100.7 KSLX HD2. Welcome back to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you as always, CJ, James Out West, Ryan Rooks, Pat the Sack Guy, Aaron in the house on this Monday. Um, So we were talking, me and Pat were talking last week, and obviously with all of this great quarterback play in the NFL. Um, looking up, you know, draft classes because the 1983 NFL draft class of Marino and John Kelly, John Kelly, Jim, Jim Kelly, Kelly and John Elway either. Didn't like either of them, but uh, great players, Hall of Famers, don't get me wrong. I mean, John Elway, we can argue, like we can argue about John Elway about the Hall of Fame if you start looking at actually numbers and everything, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Talking about the 2004 You're draft such a class, stubborn old man, and and, so and really the 2020 draft class. So the 04 draft class, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, and then the 2020 class of Burrow, Herbert, Tua, and Hertz. Right. So I mean, obviously Burrow, Herbert, Tua, and Hertz are having kind of instant success. It seems right. like. Yeah. Would you faster. agree? Yeah, faster than than we're normally used to. Well, I would say. Yeah. Normally, people will sit, or you you already have your franchise quarterback that's going to be there for a year or two. Well, there's a guy on that that was drafted sometime. in that 2020 class that is sitting currently, Jordan Love. That's why he's not. We didn't put him on that list, but yeah, there are guys that sit. Is how much longer is that going to be happening? Well, that's for another conversation. How would you how <laughs> would you rank? Do is I know. How would okay. you rank though that that Burrow, Herbert, Tua, Hurts? How would you rank those four currently right now? You can't rank it above it yet because it's not the no no. That, t- that's the conversation. The story's not yeah. written. No, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. Of course, like yeah, their careers. We don't know if they'll all be Hall of Famers. Like how it'll work out. I mean, somebody could be hurt. Like Burrow, obviously didn't play for an entire year. Like what happens if like all of a sudden? Yeah, I don't wish and and knock on wood. Like I'm not trying to say that, but like you don't know, so I can't say yet. I the 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 outlook absolutely. I believe more so in the this draft class. How would you draft? How would you rank that draft class though? The 2020 Burrow, Herbert, Tua, Hertz. Between those four, where would you put those four amongst each other? Probably Burrow, Hertz, Tua. Herbert at the end. We no, talked about this I, on no, Sunday. No, I would put Herbert above uh, Tua. Okay, so you're yeah. going, but you got to like the the dramatic increase that Hertz has made he's obviously right. on a great team but that kid's a stud that you like you watch him sling that ball Joe Burrow is very very cool doesn't make noise but also always shows up right so you I could you could balance those two and then I would say Herbert and then I would put two at last because I watched two of this week 
You played my Niners. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not putting him above either one of those. What about you? See, and that's to me, it's like, well, I think Burrow and Hurts are kind of the obvious one, two. The Burrow next two, yeah, two? I okay. think so. The the next one of because here's the thing, Herbert's got like obviously the build. He's bigger than all of them. He has right? a huge arm. And I Burrow's mean, uh, and Burrow's a big yeah. guy too. But Herbert's big. He's got that big howitzer of an arm, you know. And all these guys actually have rock. You know, all these guys can throw the ball. But I think Burrow and Hurts, from the leadership standpoint of how calm, cool, collected, how they can lead, how they. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just like leading, like from. Uh, uh, leadership standpoint of mentally getting my guys ready, but like on the field, making sure everybody's set, understanding the offense, knowing what we want to do, and being able to execute what is being called. Both those quarterbacks, I think, do it better. I've watched, as you just said that with Tua, I can say the same thing with Herbert because I've watched him play against the Cleveland Browns, and they had no right. business winning that game because he played terrible against a bad defense. Like they're going to have bad games. Yeah, but they've, and, right. they've they've also been depleted this year too. I'm sure. not trying to make excuses, but we've we built up Herbert. I think early, almost early, right, too early. Be, before Burrow, I know that everybody loved Burrow, and he got to the Super Bowl. But I don't. I mean, I Joe Burrow think, was the number one pick, right? <laughs> So, I, I get it, but I, I also think so many people built up Herbert. They like, did. He but, had a lot of hype. Herbert had a lot of smoke behind him as far as like, right. but that's not his fault. No, that's the no, media I've building actually, it up because they really like I've got him. a little different take than you guys. Because okay. like, it is. It's still early, right? So we're not judging. Like, But from what I've seen so far, um, you know, I like Burrow. So mm-hmm. I think he's number one, not just because he's been from to the Super Bowl, but like he's he's got that dog in him, right? Like he's yes, got he does. That, like, that Kobe Bryant, I got to do it because I'm a Lakers fan, that Kobe Bryant <laughs> dog in him. And like, uh, just he's a finisher. He's a closer. Um, that's what I want in my quarterback. Over, right. Over arm talent, leg talent, and all that. And he happens to have both those. Right. And, he's, <laughs> and yeah, but you know, he's probably doesn't have the best arm talent of the four or the best leg talent of the four, but he's got both, like you said. And then for me, it's Herbert second, strictly off arm talent. Like we're, they're young. What they've and he done can in their move career, too. And he can move too, but he's got the best arm of those four. In my opinion, I think he's got he's got a freaking. I would say as far as yeah, like velocity so, <laughs> and distance, yes, but he can throw the touch ball too. We are literally right. splitting hairs between these four, to be honest. Right, right, but it's because yeah, ama- no. it's an amazing class. But I would go Burrow, Herbert, and then you know the other two are it's you know because two is such two is can they they can do both. But I'll go with with what Hertz is doing this year and kind of what he can do with his legs. He can do things that other QBs can't. So I'll go then Hertz and and Tua. Uh, you know, it sounds like you know. As the fourth, we're rating him last, but that's a it's a yeah. it's an amazing draft class. You know that the Dolphins have a great quarterback there. So. He could end up being their second greatest all time quarterback behind Dan Marino. And I know Brian, I know Brian Greasy people. Not that anybody over seventies listen to this right now, but uh, I know Brian Greasy undefeated season, yada yada yada. But he was a game manager. Marino was an absolute stud, obviously, because they still talk about Marino today for a guy who never won a Super Bowl. I think he went his rookie year and never won again. Right. Which is a tragedy in itself. But that dude, so I could almost compare him and Herbert. Like, Herbert obviously moves way better than Marino did, but as far as, like, arm talent, right. Marino could make every throw. He had probably the – he probably still to this day is top five arm NFL all time. Dude, that game early in the season where it was Pat Mahomes versus Herbert. Yes. Like, oh, uh, yeah, that were, Monday Night we Football game? We seen the two best arms in, in – oh, well, I mean, a, maybe not. That was a there's tremendous Allen, game. There's other guys with great arms, but still, Two of the like, best. Two of the best. Two of the best. Like, it was – that game was amazing to watch. Okay, so here's my my biggest thing is that like Herbert is like Dan Marino. He is has a huge arm. Just don't see him winning a whole lot, right? I like that's the that way I look at it. That could be absolutely. Okay. What what you see in Jalen Hurts, that boy can and I don't mean boy, that man can sling that ball, but he's second in release time. Patrick Mahomes is one, Josh Allen's three, Joe Burrow's four. 
So just as far as like when you watch it, you put eyes on these QBs, and we're talking about these four. That's why I'm putting him up there. Like seeing these games, like there's a reason why they only have one loss. Right. Well, and they played well last year. Remember, they played the playoffs. They have a great team, but <laughs> he's he's not. He's oh, no Kelsey, slouch. Did you see Kelsey walking up with the the uh, uniform, or he was wearing a, the outfit of the brother from Fifty First Dates? Yes, yes, yes. He was dressed like oh my gosh, that was Bob classic. from Stranger He's Things, so but hilarious. the Fifty First Days version. And he showed up, balled out, and then still wore it out the building. Like oh man, that these was, that guys. Was well, it all Anyways. like we talked about it. All four of those quarterbacks this week were in games that mattered. Yep, mm-hmm. like Burrow, obviously Kansas City, Cincinnati. So we can talk about that real quick. How many times Cincinnati? Three zero. Yeah. Burrow's three zero against Can- against Kansas City in his career. He, he, didn't, he didn't even ask the question. I know where he was going with it. <laughs> yeah. I knew he was going with it. He's 3-0 against Kansas City. We talk enough. Yeah, he's 3-0 against Kansas City. Um, Obviously, Kansas City had an opportunity to win that game. The Travis Kelsey fumble in the fourth quarter. That wasn't a fumble. I mean, it is technically, but he got the ball stripped from just trying to make a more. He's fumbled in a long time. It doesn't happen. It was just he was trying to make more out of the play, gain more yards, and it cost him. He was trying to go down, too. It wasn't even like he was fighting for it and just, like, lost track of the ball. He was trying was to go down, tackle. and they were almost holding great... him up and then ripping at the ball, yep. and finally, you know, they got it out, and then it ended up costing them essentially the game because it comes down to that. It's almost like but last they scored team. 10 points in the fourth quarter and shut down. Kansas City didn't get anything. So, obviously, yep. if they would have got that, like, it would have been. Because that happened with, like, 11 minutes to go. Yeah. Or 10 minutes and some change. It was – so, is that – that's probably a matchup we're going to see in the playoffs. I mean, that was a matchup of the AFC Championship game, right, last year yep. where Cincinnati went on to the Super Bowl. Uh, looks like we might see that again, especially now that there's a little bit of in that playoff race, and we're going to get into that probably on the other side of the break because I feel like that's going to be coming up here shortly, um, the NFL playoff picture, because Cincinnati doing what they're doing, like you said, and Pat, we talked about this over the weekend. Actually, we're talking this before, before the show. Like, they're getting healthy at the right time. They're getting Jamar Chase back. They're getting right. Joe Mixon well, back. Yeah, Mixon didn't even play this week. Right. But like it, yeah. Wait until they get him back, essentially. Right. Like, defensive side, they're getting a couple of key guys back. So they're getting healthy at the right time, and the Baltimore Ravens, Losing their quarterback, their mainstay of offense, the only reason that they are relevant, to be honest, on the offensive side is because of Lamar Jackson. Him being down for, when they said it's not season-ending, what's that tell you? It's more than a week or two. Right. If you're going to go, it's not season-ending, and there's six weeks left or five weeks left, okay, what does that mean? So he's definitely not playing this week coming. Right. And and depending, he may not play the following week. They're in a tight playoff battle right now to win the division with Cincinnati. They only got eight wins. I mean that's a, I mean I know that's just, a lot, but they they haven't like you said they they need to win more games to clinch and, and to they just don't want to put them on IR and so they're they currently don't, don't want to right you can't take the risk of the four games so you're you're saying the right things to hopefully see the stud of Lamar Jackson like this guy's built like it's crazy his neck is probably the size well, of my legs yeah if they can like, make the playoffs get, and he's healthy for the playoffs yeah exactly yeah. exactly but they, they haven't have to, made anything they yet. have to make it and they it's can't. a tight and it's a tight playoff race in the AFC. I mean, truly is. And again, we're going to get into that. But uh, going from there, so we have a lot of like tight races. You've got, like we said, Burrow beating Pat Mahomes, which leads into the the NFL MVP talk. And we'll get into right. that uh, down, down the way in the show as well. Um, looking at it from that standpoint, and then Herbert, what the Chargers played, Chargers lost, yeah? Yeah, correct. Right? They lost to the, to the Raiders. Raiders. To the yeah, Raiders, yeah. who— I finally didn't pick the Raiders, and they win. So— Who, by the way— are starting to play better football 
they're starting. Oh, what they've won three at the wrong time. Uh, yeah, yeah. At the, well, not at the wrong time. They're but too still, late. It's too late. Yeah, well, they they're gonna, in the hunt. They could not make the, right the playoffs. <clears throat> they look, look. They're they're five and seven. They're in the hunt because the Chargers are six and six. Pats are six and six. Jets are seven and five. Okay, so in that so in that Tennessee range Titans right there. Yeah, but Tennessee's winning their division. Okay, but we have five games left. Okay, so maybe some of them have four, right? Or four games left, correct? Because we... Four and five, yeah. Okay. The most wins is nine. So even within that, you could still absolutely go There's a lot of movement that can happen in the AFC. Correct. And so if you look at the schedule... Which we're going to do that. We're going to do that. On the other side of the break, we're going to jump into the... NFL playoff picture because we're getting to that point now. They're starting to swap games out. We had some flexing happen. We had some Saturday games get put out today. We had some Sunday night football Injuries, games get moved over. We well, and the reason for that is because those teams stink and they finally realize we need not have them on football in the most prime time games. Anyways, on the other side, we'll talk NFL playoff picture. You're listening to James Out West on KDUS Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show, and Rich Eisen. We will see you guys on the other side of the break. Cheers. Come on back. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Brooks on KDUS 1060. Well, thank you for joining. That was a good evening. That was about us back to the beginning. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. James we were Out in a West. Deep hey. conversation here. All right. So, like we were talking about before the break, we were talking about the NFL playoff race, and so we're going to get into the NFC first, obviously, because we are on the West Coast. James Out West kind of makes sense to finish up with all of that. Um, Right now, obviously, the Eagles, 11-1. They came off smashing the Titans, essentially. Titans are in a world of hurts for another topic. Um, Vikings, number two, 10-2, and two, number one in the NFC North. Basically, win next week, clinch, or uh, Lions, Lions loss, yeah. clinch. So, um, third, the Niners now, obviously, coming off of a victory, which is nice, but the deeper story with that is Jimmy G being out for the year with a broken foot. They're back up to the backup. Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Purdy out of where did he play? Iowa State. Iowa. There we go. Played at Iowa State. Cyclones. Um, balled out last night. Obviously, now there's real no tape on him, so there's one of those things that's kind of typical with that. But again, Shanahan's offense. It's almost like a plug and play. If you're comparable as far as from a mental standpoint, and you have above average skill, you can be successful. We saw uh, a couple of your guys. C.J. Beathard has been successful from a spot standpoint for the Niners in the past years when guys have gotten hurt. You've had a couple of guys be able to come in and play, but not with five games to go and then into the playoffs. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, Trey Lance on the IR, he's not coming back this season, right? He could be possibly back by the playoffs, but it. Ooh. I don't know if, if you would put him in there. I highly doubt they would. Really? But Jimmy G should be back for week one of the playoffs. No, they said he's done for the year. I Oh, you think the year you're thinking the year just as in the regular season? Correct. I never heard him say the regular season. It's a I've five, heard done it, for the year. It's about a five to six weeks. Like he, he I heard broke down for his, the year, yeah. Yeah, okay. That'll be interesting to see. Well, well see. you would know better but than us way, being a, a Niners. Purdy looked good, man. Loosely insider. He was very, very quick he had a great release he's he has that cockiness that that sharpness that every backup quarterback has or has to have like needs to prove himself and he needs to like show up because we signed uh johnson right um and so if you guys have to rely on josh johnson the season's over correct what is it for his 14th year on like 25 teams he played in the cfl the xfl the he might have played in the california penal system i'm joking that's a joke because he's never been i'm I'm joking stop it 
But now, obviously, the whole everybody's saying Baker Mayfield. I do not want that man in in our building. I don't think it'll happen. Um, we're 24th or 25th on the waiver wire. You have uh, the Rams. Our fourth. Who are ahead of waiver, us. On the waiver wire. And then who else? There was somebody else that was up there that needs another quarterback. I don't. Baltimore's not going to do it because they signed Brent Hundley. Hundley, oh, not the Hundley because Hundley sorry. Texans. But the Texans are trying to wrap up the first pick. Right, but you, like, can, there's get, no but reason. you can get somebody for $1.5 million. Yeah, but do they need million, a ba- right? or you can get a backup that doesn't matter for seven hundred k? Like it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah, unless I mean, you're in the playoff race, yeah, because where officially- you are looking for insurance now, he might be a nice insurance policy for one of these other teams that's in the race that has seen this happen that doesn't like their backup situation. So like, he won't are go the to Eagles? The Texans, no, I'm saying like, are the Eagles very happy with uh, Gardner Minshew? No. Nick he's, Foles. He's basically Baker Mayfield Jr. Like, but, yeah, yeah, so I'm saying, like, he is there any of these teams? Backup, like, who's Buffalo's backup? Case Keenum. So never mind. I'm thinking, like, who are the backups? Tom Brady's backup. Is is it? Are any of these other teams that are in the playoff race where their backup situation, when you see a guy like you just saw Jimmy G go down, you just saw uh, Lamar Jackson go down, these other teams that are either in the hunt or are already firmly holding it, what's their backup situation look like? Bet, That's I, where I would look. I bet you Baltimore is going to be in this situation. I don't think Baker w- would want to go to the Niners. It says that he does from everything I've read, but he wouldn't want to go because he's already been told Purdy's number one. And Sure, until he's Johnson's. not. Where is he going to be number one? You nowhere. I mean? yeah. Nowhere. nowhere. He's going to so be number he, one so nowhere. So for care. him, where's the yeah. best chance to find yeah. success and being a, a backup with the— He's more likely to pass up Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. You know what I mean? You know, Bro, imagine that. The last pick in the draft is starting over the first pick in the draft. That's not in the awesome. same draft, but just like yeah. uh, uh, the NFL draft. Because I'm looking like and backups. a rookie last the back, pick who's compared the, to a who's veteran. The, who's the backup with the Lions? And I ask that legitimately, and I know you guys don't know. I'm just asking that, I got you know. It. But the reason I ask well, that is because like- the guy that drafted Baker is a consultant to the GM for the Lions, and the Lions are in sort of the playoff mix. They were one and six; they're five and seven now. So they got Dobbs and and uh, Sudfield, our old QB. Oh, did they just sign Josh Dobbs? I believe so. Yeah, because that happened today. Josh Dobbs just got signed because we had cut him, obviously. Um, so yeah, never so, mind. Never mind that. And obviously not the Packers, the Raiders. What about Who's like the Raiders the Seahawks, backup? You know Who's the mean? Raiders backup? I thought about two, but they got Drew Locke in the house and do they? Yeah. And he's been there to learn offense the whole season. Atlanta doesn't because they got a rookie back up there. They have Colt McCoy here in Arizona. The Steelers don't need a backup, and they wouldn't do. Boy, that would be just like. What do you think about that, Aaron? You got you you want your backup quarterback to be Baker Mayfield? I'll pass. <laughs> you already have basically the upgraded version of him as the backup, and that's Mitch Trubisky. So yeah, I think the Rams, the uh, uh, Ravens, and the Niners are probably going to be the three possible suitors. And the Ravens only if ba- only if Lamar's going to be out longer than expected. So yeah, all which right, we said we don't know. So you guys are eight and four, and that, when I say you guys, the Niners, you got the Vikings ten and two, you got the Buccaneers five and six. Currently, I think leading, leading six nothing at halftime against New Orleans, one of the worst off, uh, Monday night football games in, in history. You right know, this now, is apparently. the first time we've had a Monday night football game on, and we haven't talked about it till the third second. Right, because there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> um, you know, the Cowboys, obviously, with the dismantling of what they did against Indianapolis, that, being nine and three. Is that what they yeah, did? Yeah, 54, 55, 56. It was definitely... 54 uh, to 19. That was... Bro, they put up a 50-burger. They put up I 33 mean, points in the fourth quarter. Dude, four fourth-quarter turnovers that all resulted in touchdowns. That's a, that's hard to overcome. 
Um, so the Giants at five, but they're rolling. They're nine and three. And to me, right now, and I know you're going to say it, but I'm going to say it right now because your quarterback is injured, that right now I think the Cowboys are the third best team in the NFC. Now, they can't be stacked that way because the Eagles are number one and the Eagles are in their division. But I do think at 9-3, and three, the Cowboys legitimately have – they're a legitimate playoff game. As far as record game. goes, they I are. will say this. The Cowboys are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, and the Buccaneers are winning their division. So, so I, with the Cowboys, here's what you got to give up, is that – I'm never going to be a Cowboys fan. Really, really hard to ever. Of course not. This is an archival for you guys. But Zeke finally – understands his role took a step back and is actually not a negative he's not the uh Kyrie in the building anymore no Zeke's I, playing for his team not for himself so Correct. that's why the and yards so don't matter he knows Pollard and the, the two of them play so well because they're they're different styles it works Dak is taking his time he's not rushing things I think he he realized with all the injuries that what he was doing he needed to focus on looking and reading the field he's actually you can see his progression Man, that's a stacked team. You got Parsons on the other side coming off the like, yeah. So are you still holding tight? The Giants are gonna uh, finish better than the Cowboys. <sighs> oh, that's a tough <laughs> question. Because <laughs> right um, now they're seven four and one. They're I going to, up against the Eagles. If I have Eagles. to say right now what I'm looking at, no, okay. the, the Cowboys will. All right, the, the Cowboys. It will be the <clears throat> Eagles, Cowboys, and the Giants. But I still expect all three, if not. Even the commanders to sneak in. Okay, the Giants are not. Uh, we're putting this to bed right now. At least I am. Brooklyn, Polly, Polly Pockets. Uh, your Giants are done. Seven, five, and one after this week because they're playing Philly. Then they play a rested Washington Commanders team in Washington the following week, which I have the Commanders already winning that one and taking the lead. In that. The Commanders are going to make the playoffs. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel like the Commanders are going to make the playoffs. And I don't think the Lions, well, I think they're too far back, but they're going to be a good story. The Seahawks at the seven spot, they have a legitimate chance of still make, of making the playoffs. And if you look at the schedule, and that's what I wanted you guys to do real quick. Pat, if you can, what does the Vikings schedule look like the next couple of weeks? Because, like we said, they win next week or a Lions well, loss. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. They play the Lions. Okay, so there you so, go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, so we so, said if the, out of their five, we would expect at least three wins, right. if not four. What I are those say. five? So, yeah, so it's at the Lions, which Victory. I think that's – you know that, they but the Lions. The, I don't know right. about that though. Here, I, I mean, will yeah. say this: they the the Vikings are going to open as a six and a half point favorite. If I'm and I haven't looked yet, but that'd be my guess. All right. Well, let me get through these without reacting. All right. So we got uh, at the at the Lions, <laughs> then versus the Colts, then we got at the Giants, at the Packers, at the Bears. Right. And so for me, I you know I possible we can win all five. Right. Like those teams don't intimidate me too much. The team that actually intimidates me, the Giants. Good. Is the Packers oh. just because of being a Vikings fan? And Detroit's I just, minus just think, one, minus but, one right now. But still, wow. like I mean, yeah, Detroit's good enough. Like they're you know, they play some gritty football. Like, but still, I I, I think we go at least three and two in that fi- in those five games. You know, because there's that one with the Vikings. There's always that one hiccup game. Like a lot of us with our teams, you know, there's like that one trap game to me. And again, you know how I feel about the Giants. I think they absolutely sting. I just think they've been. Lucky in circumstance. They've played hard, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, but Giants, but mean, that sure. game, going on the road after coming off of, is that the Packers game before them? What's up? Or is it them, Packers, Bears? Yeah, it's Packers, Bears. At the okay, end. so Packers, Bears at the but end. But still, yeah. like, it's, there's no, like, crazy intimidating. The only so way so it would matter. Saying, so we're saying 13 or 14 games. Wins. So, sorry. I'm saying they're going to win 14 or 15. They're only going to lose. They're going to either go 5-0 and or 4-1. and one. Okay. Right. And at that worst, one, yeah. and that so, one will be 
will only be well. No, they're so going five and zero. They're going five and zero if Philly if Philly stumbles at all. They're going to go five and zero. And the reason being is they're going to really press for the number one seed. If you can't get the number one seed, week eighteen against the Bears, they're going to sit a lot of guys, right, to save them for the week before or the week after, and then that's where they might end up with another loss. Well, to be honest, because now, it doesn't yeah. matter. Now I'm, I'm I'm pretty high on the Vikings now. Like I know earlier in the season we haven't I didn't think we had too many impressive wins, but like even you know I know and usually beating the Jets isn't that impressive of a win. Seven five. But we year. looked really good. You know Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Mattinson. Like we balanced. We were very balanced offense. Like we Your looked defense good. Like too. The, the next five games do not intimidate me. I think we go three and two at the worst. You know maybe four and one, maybe five and zero. Oh, okay, I'm going over the Niners next. All right, I have so, to cover this. All right, stuff. Well, so There's so much excitement. Like everything that you're saying, I think you're getting hyped. Yep. Okay. Well, so for <laughs> for a guy whose team doesn't have a quarterback right now, and I say that loosely, I know you guys got Purdy. We'll see how Purdy good he is in the next couple weeks. But um, on the right. other side of the break, we'll finish that up and we'll get into the AFC playoff picture. If we got time, we'll talk NFL MVP and it is. High School Football Championship Week here in the Valley. And a couple of schools by me are in it. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM, Phoenix. James Out West, Dan Patrick, Rich Eisen, all the greats. Come on back. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. James out west on this Monday evening. We were talking about the NFC playoff race, and obviously uh, we kind of jumped down a tangent, ran off track as we tend to do because that's, well, I mean, that's what I do. It is what it is. Um, but before we, we jumped into that, the Niners, take me through the Niners' remaining schedule. Okay, so I, we absolutely could still win out. Okay. And go on, I mean, we're, what, we're five games on a win streak right now. So you think you're going to win we 10 in a row? So we have the Bucks. Okay. Sure. Okay. At home. Mm-hmm. Then we're in Seattle. The that, Niners. Yep. Okay. Then Commanders at home. Okay. At the Raiders, which... Mm-hmm. You never know. That, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Vegas. Like, I think there will be a lot of Niners fans in that building. Yeah. And then the game that I get to go yeah, to yeah, against the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. Uh, Are you telling me that we can't... You guys, could, you guys could, you guys could, you could, but honestly, from the standpoint of historical facts, other than like the undefeated teams, uh, you don't want to win 10 in a row and have to go win three in the playoffs. You know how hard it is when 13 games in a row, I say that like we played, facts. it's hard to win 13 games in a row in Madden, no, Correct. let alone like in the real NFL. So like uh, being able to see that now, granted, you guys win three more games, eight, nine, 10, 11, you're 11 and what, 11 and six. Yeah, and, you're in the, and you guys right now, are going to so be in the same position you're already in now. You're not right. jumping to two. You're not jumping to one. No, you're going to be firmly we'll, we'll in the three have, position. But we'll you, have home field. But when which, you tell me that schedule, like, you know, and I and I think about, like, you know, the 49ers last week, you th- I, I go, okay, yeah, the 49ers are going to win a lot of those games, and they're going to look good. But now you got to think, well, they don't have Jimmy G. Correct. Like, we're not, you know, that's the elephant in the room we haven't really okay, talked about. Okay, so like, did you guys watch any of the games? Yeah, watch the whole damn game. Okay, so when you saw Purdy – Come out. I, lo- I love it. Brock Purdy. It's just it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, like, brought a spark. Like, he, he scored two straight touchdowns when Jimmy G wasn't scoring all that much. Jimmy right. G is a game manager. Absolutely. He brought a spark that was really, really good. And Shanahan, I mean, look at all the different quarterbacks we've had and mm-hmm. we've, the different injuries we've had with 
running backs, with quarterbacks, cornerbacks. Like, we just refill. Next man up. Next well, my man question up. is this, though. Yes, and, and, and a lot and, of and you can do that, success. but you can do that at receiver. Well, I can't say that all the time, but it's easier to do that at receiver. It's easier to do that at running back yes. than it is at quarterback. But we've also done it with quarterback. Yeah, but you haven't had to have C.J. When you guys had to have C.J. Beathard or any of those other guys right. start more than two, three games, you guys ended up picking Trey right. Lance. And also, we all, we all know all you need is to have one so good So this game. is, we're talking, you have five games with the backup to the backup who now will have film. They'll be able to game plan. So don't be a prisoner of the moment. And I say that because I've been a, I've been a Browns fan in which we've seen players come in, give a spark, and end up being well, trash. Brian like, Hoyer, Johnny one... Manziel. Uh, and I say he did give us a spark one Baker. time. Baker, Derek Anderson. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. And guess what? They all are not in the league anymore. Right, right. And you guys are in the hunt to win a Super Bowl. Your team has the talent to win a Super Bowl. But without Jimmy G, this will be like a Kurt Warner-esque Disney uh, movie if this kid comes in and wins you wins out because you're saying win out so five more games so he's going to win eight games in a row as Mr. Irrelevant in your guys' system I don't think so I think you guys can win three of those games I think you're absolutely hilarious that you're even comparing the Browns to the 49ers facility oh my goodness I'm talking so, about so, backup so quarterbacks bro all you yeah. need is one yeah. good game in a 49ers jersey for yeah. Rush to go okay they're going to okay. win the Super Bowl Come this guy's on. the next best thing like you got you know. you're ridiculous. This is outrageous. <laughs> the Niners are going to end up being a top four team. Absolutely. Yes, because they're going to win their division. Okay, so well, I I legitimately think we could even we, catch. Yeah, but we got to see Purdy do it again. Catch who? Oh, Dallas. Dallas isn't. The Philadelphia Eagles are in the Dallas division. Dallas They've got number is one. nine and three. So I know they're the wild card. I'm saying as far as wins, I'm saying going up and above. To as far as the the rankings of how many wins are in the NFC, but yes. that won't matter because it's going to come down to I the know it doesn't matter, but I'm saying that we're going to move up, and I'm telling you, move up to what? It's the playoffs. There's rankings based on division winners. The Dallas He's Cowboys aren't going to win their end with, uh, with more wins. wins. Okay, big deal. You're going to probably end up playing them in the first round of the playoffs. Okay, so if Dallas then wins their game and we play. We will also, because we have more wins, have a home field advantage. That matters. You will have won so your, you, stop no, telling me the wins have, don't matter. This you is will ridiculous. Have won, you will have won your division, and they would have been a wild card team. It wouldn't matter if they had a better record. That's, Even in the second round, it wouldn't matter. The division winner has home field advantage other than the other team that's ranked ahead of them. So if Dallas gets in through a wild card and is the five or six seed or seven, whatever, and you guys are the three, no matter what, you will always have home field advantage if you end up playing any of them, regardless. So only from a standpoint of in your head that you they'd have one more victory, it doesn't matter. I wish I had the Rocks cue right now because it doesn't matter. You guys would have home field advantage regardless. But that's a lot of that's a lot of energy on yeah, on it's that. Monday. That's me. Calm that's down, my bad. Dog. Hey, I had a cup of coffee for the first time during the show. So just all right. Uh, I. Sorry, I get, like I don't like. Uh, okay, like, and with that being it said, it matters hey, to me. Okay, it's so his like, team, he's yeah. gonna get hyped, bro. Hey, sure, gonna, yeah. like we, uh, Pat and I are are pumped. Like we yeah. have you two should teams. Be. You guys absolutely should be. Like you said is at least our starting quarterback still there. I'd be worried a little bit. You know, as an outsider Every team, looking in, I'd be worried. I'm not. Yes. you know, with Purdy, yes. I'm not so sure. I'm not. Let sold. me ask you a question before before the yesterday. Before yesterday, before yesterday, did you know that Purdy was your backup quarterback? 
no. Okay. Right, exactly. All right. Then thank, thank you very much. You. At least you're honest about that. No, but yeah, I, hey, you got to ride with your guy. Yeah. And Shanahan is a guy that could do it. He's a rookie. So yeah, yes. we haven't seen him before. Um, but remember but, that when you think you guys are going to win eight, eight in a row now. Would, from what I heard from, uh, what was it, Rappaport said today that when he went to camp. Oh, they he, liked him. He was impressed by sure. him. Sure. And they and cut they, and, uh, uh, Studfeld instead. Yes. And kept this rookie, which is kind of unheard of. But obviously there's well, something there. Him, so. I I've had eyes on that, and that kid can sling it. He's good. I like it so far. You're working with Shanahan. So I with don't that being said, you, you the NFC. <laughs> with that being said, the NFC is the cream of the crop, obviously. Yeah. Okay, in the let's NFL. get. It. I know I went off. Okay, no, so you're let's, good. You AFC, AFC real quick. In the AFC, we have the Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, which obviously that's a big question mark because Lamar being injured and right. how many weeks that's going to be. Their backup was pretty good last year in his spot play. Actually, he ran the offense basically identical to Lamar. Right. But again, in a short period of time, if we're going to look at four, five, six weeks, then that'll be different because there's a reason he's not a starter. There's a reason these guys aren't. Right Now, for Brock, it's because he's a rookie and he hasn't had the opportunity. There's an absolute chance that the kid could be a stud and be a starter for a long time. Well, I think in it, like if you even think about like going back to Kaepernick, right? That first year, nobody could really get eyes. Even though you saw him all throughout the year, he was he, he sure, changed the, the game, different right? game the way that he right. played. So if, if you only have a, a five-week sample... It's going to be really hard. Absolutely. So I think well. the success of with running, we're going to be running the ball. We have CMC. We have so many weapons. Debo's going to get more involved. We have Kittle who's blocking. Yeah. Use check. Like, we have so much. It's Ayuk. Uh, uh, like, come on. All right. Well, thank you for running me through the roster. Okay. Uh, Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> interesting. The fact that, like they said, they're injured. Titans. What are, I mean, they just came off a bad loss. Granted, they're still number one in the AFC South. The AFC South stinks. So right. they're, they're kind of like the Titans or the uh, Buccaneers in that standpoint of they're the best of a bad, a, a bad, a bad, con- a bad conference, you know, bad division. Uh, Bengals, you know, the Bengals are ripe to take the AFC North. They're in the fifth spot. They're eight and four. They just beat the Chiefs. Obviously, they the Bengals coming up next. They have a favorable schedule. Right. Uh, you know, obviously, the Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson looked awful, didn't score an offensive uh, touchdown, but still scored 28 points. So there's a lot of room for these for teams to try to get better that aren't going to catch stuff. Like the Raiders, yeah, great. They're, they've won a couple of games in a row. Do we really think they're going to make the playoffs? No. The Chargers, do we really think they're going to make the playoffs? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in the hunt. The Patriots are in the hunt. They're all 6-6, six and 5-7, six, and seven, but the Jets are 7-5. and five. So unless the Jets do what the Jets do, which falls short, but so far this season we can't say that, but they're 7-5. and five. They lost to the Vikings. The Dolphins coming off of a shellacking against against the Niners, but they still play like they still play the Bills. They still play. There is so much room for movement in the AFC playoff picture between one through yeah. six. Yeah, because the Bills were third or fourth last week, fifth last week, and now they're number one. I mean, besides Texans are already eliminated. Broncos suck. They can't even score a touchdown uh, with the quarterback that that supposedly with that team. That's all they needed. The Jaguars aren't going to make it. The Colts aren't going to make it. Steelers are. I don't think the Steelers Browns are not. Raiders. It's going to be Raiders like, offensively because of what. And if you watched any of the game yesterday, you saw what uh, Devontae Adams did. I mean, just next, he's otherworldly. I know we were talking about uh, MVP God, race about ridiculous. you know last uh, the Vikings game. How you were saying Justin Jefferson? He got some chance. Yeah, they were chanting MVP, MVP chance, for him. Yeah. Uh, I think same thing with De- like Devontae. When you ask me, is Justin Jefferson the best receiver in the NFL? I say yes, and then I forget Devontae Adams still exists. And right. it's like to me, it's like those two right there. You could argue either one. Jamar. You could argue either one. I'd put Jamar. Yeah, no. I'm putting Jamar south of that. I would I, say those two. I don't Swaggiest trust. wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. I'm just saying it. I don't yeah. trust your 
opinion in wide receivers because you don't think Jerry Rice is number one. Well, that's fine. That, hey, you know what? Hey, so, okay, that's, that checks out. That's the, normal. That's the okay. Raiders, so they have the Rams, Patriots, Steelers, Niners, Chiefs. They could win four of the five <sighs> games. I, no, I, I don't think Hold so. Hold on. You said who? Rams. Okay, Rams stink. Got that one. Okay. Patriots. Pa- okay, so the Patriots, maybe. But that is uh, Battle of the Evil Empire, you know, the Jedi versus the Master type stuff okay. with Belichick and... Steelers, as long as there's no... Steelers stink, but but at the same time, I know I said the Steelers stink, but they it, still play competitive football. If Watt's back, I would actually take the Steelers in that game. The Niners, I would say no, obviously. Um, and then the Chiefs, I'd say no. So, yeah, I see the last two, no. But they could win. So you're saying we could win, they could win three games. I said almost said we, wow. Uh, they could win three games, so they could go I would eight say two. and nine, not making the playoffs. No. Chargers six and six right now. I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs because uh, I don't like their schedule down the road, I think. And Patriots, sneaky Patriots, man. So, okay, it's who's going like, to be number one coming out of the AFC, NFC? AFC uh, number one, I'm going to go with, I'm still going with the Kansas City Chiefs. And in the, uh, and I'll go with the obvious, Eagles. Yeah, it's got to be the Pat, Eagles. what are you doing? Same. So, Eagles. Oh, I mean, I'll go Vikes. There you gotta go. Do it. I like it. All right. I know this is a little quick, ladies and gentlemen. KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix, Dan Patrick Show, James Out West. Check out jamesoutwest.com. Thursday, YouTube Live. Everybody be safe. One love.